fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Dodge made an EV charger. It is Friday, August 19th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. Bitcoin is down 1.73%, breaking its two-day streak going up. And Ethereum is also down 1.25%, breaking its two-day upward streak. It is interesting, since we're actually tracking crypto day by day, these two, the two primary cryptos, Bitcoin and Ethereum, they live and die by each other. It is, so far at least the week we've been doing it, very, very rare for one to do one without the other doing something very similar. Dodge has unveiled a new concept electric vehicle. It is based on the Dodge Charger, called the Dodge Charger EV. Yes, it's going to get very, very confusing if you try looking up electric chargers for your Dodge Charger. It's it's going to be a Google searching nightmare. This is going to be its first electric muscle car called the Charger Daytona SRT Concept. And it was re- unveiled at an event and they expect it to go into production in 2024. So you'll actually have a prayer of seeing one quite possibly by 2026. And here's the thing with these, right? You hear Dodge is releasing an electric car and you're just like, oh, wow, finally, we got another we got another one out there. No, you don't. That is what's creating part of the illusion that there's a lot of electric vehicles out there. Right now, there really aren't. There are far fewer than you expect because every single one of these manufacturers are so eager to show off a concept car that looks like it's ready for production, but it actually hasn't hit production yet. Or, in the case of what one listener showed us, is that a lot of vehicles are also just not available at all right now for purchasing. For, we actually don't know what the reason is, but I would assume that the the reason being supply shortages. I mean, right now, if you wanted to go out and get an electric vehicle, your options are extremely limited. Although I say that, and one thing I did notice as I was driving around and doing routes for work, there are three different car lots I saw with a Tesla in it that I assume for sale. And I would have loved to have pulled off and actually taken a closer look, but alas, there's just simply too much for me to do right now to inquire about it. I'd be very curious to know what those Teslas are going for and if there is anything wrong with them. In addition to that, but back to the Dodge Charger Daytona, this vehicle's little big push, it's a muscle car, but it's electrics, which means you have a contradicting factor here. It goes fast. It has all the torque in the world. And the moment you floor it, ooh, you're going to feel that torque. It's one of the things that electric vehicles do extremely well that a muscle car also does, that zero to 60, that burst of energy. But there's something missing in all of it. It's the sound. You don't get that amazing gas engine sound out of an electric vehicle. Well, well, Dodge uh, has an answer to that. They are going to have the vehicle go ahead and make a sound very similar to its Hemi gasoline engine 
So when the semi-truck eventually goes electric, will the absolute top end, like, owner-operator trucks, when they go electric, like the Kenworth W980 and whatnot, will it make a fake diesel sound, too? The whole thing, I think, is kind of stupid. I get the need for it, but here's the thing. The people who really, 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 really want the sound of a muscle car, they're going to be the same people who are going to find the actual internal combustion version and keep that going until the end of time. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe there is a crowd out there that wants to drive electric, but then wants to hear that roar of a gasoline engine, even though they know that roar on the electric vehicle is fake. Just something to consider in all of this. And also, I'm just going to remind you again, and in fact, I have a story that I'm going to be covering in Eagle Eyes on Tech, regarding the realization that electric vehicle infrastructure right now, at least here in the U.S., is awful. All these electric vehicles are meaningless unless the infrastructure is there. No, it doesn't matter. You're going to charge at home. There's plenty of people who don't have the capability to charge at home. And if you expect to go further than just whatever your range is, which all the non-Tesla vehicles range at the, excuse me, at the very beginning are going to be abysmal, you're going to need this infrastructure. And a lot of what's out there right now here in the U.S. is buggy, is a nightmare, is out of order, and needs a lot of refinement. Meanwhile, Snap has introduced its selfie drone back in April. But, um, well, our le recent update is the fact that this selfie drone, the Pixie, may in fact, unfortunately, be gone. In fact, only four months after it was first introduced, the selfie drone is dead. Ah, a moment of silence for the selfie drone that everyone needed. Anyway, YouTube Shorts will let you repost your shorts to TikTok, but there's a catch. It will have a YouTube watermark. This is the pettiness we now have. Look, I'll just tell you this right now. I have been mentioning this when it comes to a lot of the TikTokers out there, when it comes to content creation on a mobile device. You should still take whatever content you're making for YouTube Shorts, for TikTok, for Twitter, for Instagram, for whatever, upload it separately to each platform, all right? I can't even begin to stress how much of a must this actually is, whether you realize it or not. One of the reasons is exactly this. Oh yeah, we can totally move your YouTube short from YouTube to TikTok. But there's gonna be a couple of problems. First off, the watermark they're gonna put on there. Second, you're gonna be losing some quality. So if you go from YouTube to TikTok to Twitter to Instagram, by the time you get into Instagram, you have four layers of compression on top of that from different algorithms. It's not a good end. What you should do is upload it separately so that the YouTube short is as pure as possible, that the TikTok is as pure as possible, that Instagram is as pure as possible, and Twitter 
will end up failing to post the video anyway, unless you have tweaked your settings, which I am proud to say I finally figured out. Oh man, it has been a pain to figure out how to edit and render your videos so that Twitter will actually accept the video. You're like, you have no idea how rough it is. But I digress. You want it to be as pure as possible. It's better for your content. It's better for the viewer and for your discoverability. You think that YouTube is only going to go ahead and add a watermark? Oh, TikTok's going to look at that and go, oh, you used something like YouTube to go, you care more about YouTube than me. The TikTok algorithm may not promote your video as much as you'd hope. And that is, in fact, something to consider in all of this. Not just to avoid the watermark, but to avoid circumstances that are far worse than just a title-tailing watermark. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.